From the heart of Dubai, this is Sports Unhinged with Mohammed Hamiz. And we are on. It's NFL trade deadline day. This is Sports Unhinged. My name is Mohammed Hamiz and welcome to the show, Yujita. Thanks for having me again, man. We're doing this couple of hours from the it's, trade deadline. It's all happening right yeah, now. It's it happening right now. So. happening right now. So we will be reacting to the, to the, to the well, trades we'll, as they come do in. Do we have a choice? We really don't have a choice. Yeah. Ian Rappaport just brought in that uh, Golden Tate has moved to your Philadelphia Whoa, Eagles. Whoa, there you go. I think this podcast is done, maybe. Yeah, that's it. Wow, it's that's good. Super Bowl yeah, we, again. <laughs> uh, we didn't get Demarius Thomas, but that Golden Tate is a good deal there. Demarius what Thomas moving to the Texans. That third round pick, was it? Third round pick. Yeah, that's uh, one of our Golden picks State. there. Yeah, yeah. There we go, baby. Carson's got another weapon. We're all good to go. I didn't even get through my usual introduction for the show. Yeah, so well, there's the introduction. Right into it. Um, I mean, listen, I, I'm, on, I'm on about two hours of sleep and about 36 capsules of Nespresso <laughs> that stayed up all night. Looking for trades, you know? And nothing happened last well, nothing night. Nothing happened. I, I think at one point my wife walked in. She saw me on the phone. And I think she would, it would have made more sense to her that I was talking to some girl <laughs> at that time of the night than looking for trades. You're looking happening. for trades in yeah, the NFL. Yeah. It's make no financial benefit for the household, you know? <laughs> Couldn't have explained that to her. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, uh, I think... Right now, there's two hours left for the trade deadline. So well, it's going to happen, man. It's, it's going to happen. And I think, yeah, by the time we're done, that's yeah. probably about an hour left in the deadline. Yeah. So things are going to get moving. I've got Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter's Twitter page is open. And we'll react it's as the, the tweets come The only thing we in. need to have open right now. Let's start, though, with a little bit of a kind of, you know, <laughs> rewind. <laughs> Where do we start yesterday. with the... Cleveland show. It's the Cleveland show. Yeah, yeah. I know you're more of a family I'm, guy. I'm a family <laughs> guy. <laughs> but we can't let Cleveland go. They let go of uh, of Hugh Jackson. They let go of their offensive coordinator Todd Haley. Yeah, well, which was I think more of a surprise than Hugh. I mean, we would have seen Hugh Jackson's firing coming some time ago but uh to get rid of both of them what do you what do you think though you think it was the right decision to to let him go let's let's start with Hugh Jackson first well well, let's take both of them because I think what happened was and I I think mentioned this I was joking about this on one of our smack groups is I think Haslam and Dorsey well we know Hugh Jackson was uh, Haslam's guy and that's why he's with 36 losses and he's still there check this out it's three 36 and one so he out of there's been 219 coaches in NFL history one of our friends Andy yeah, brought yeah, this uh, statistic that, yeah. out this guy ranks 218th in NFL history someone out worse than him someone <laughs> worse than him there. was called Burt Bell who owned your Burt Bell who your were Eagles, yeah, the Eagles and look the reason why he stayed that long because he also owned the club that's in the 30s and 40s yeah for, exactly for those who don't yeah know. from the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets when he brought, when, when he started up the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles yeah yeah but yeah, we'll get him back to the the whole thing. I think, like I said in the group as well, I think Haslam and Dorsey they probably had some kind of discussion. Yeah, and then they said, well, you know what? To hell with the both of you. Because w- I think if you go back to the um, Hard Knocks yeah. episode, yeah, it was all out there. It was all out in public. We we got a yeah. bit of a, a whiff of that power struggle that's being right, there. Right. Um, there's something to do with training, and they had an opposing opinion. And Hugh Jackson had to come in and say. I'm the head coach, my way goes. And we've yeah. noticed that in the last couple of weeks, we he's have. publicly had to come out and say that I'm the head I'm coach. The one. Yeah, he's, he's trying and to protect himself. S- yeah. Some insecurity. Insecurity, though. absolutely. Yeah. You know, but again, you know, if, if, if in a normal job, if you suck week on week yeah. that badly and you're still there in the organization and then you bring a guy in to possibly help you out on the offense, right? Yeah, you take that help. You don't go, you know, no, this is... See, this is, I have a different take on this. Let's I have a bit it. of a different take. I don't think it was the right time to let go of Hugh Jackson. Because I'll, the one thing that you want well, to... Well, the right time, time passed. The right time is a dot. No. See, the, and I said this at the beginning of the season. I was like, if you wanted to get rid of him, you get rid of him at the end of last season. Right? That's what I'm saying. So that time passed. That passed. Some people were calling for his head after the second week where he did... Oh, no. It was actually preseason where um, Tyra Taylor got injured right. and against your Eagles, I guess, in the preseason game. Yeah. And he brought him, in and br- brought him out and brought, brought him back yeah. in in a meaningless game. And they were calling for his I was like, that's the wrong time as well. 
it's the wrong time now as well. Because at the end of the day, you want to protect your first round, your first pick of the draft uh, in, in Baker Mayfield. And this just causes more chaos. I mean, just think about it from, from his perspective. As a, as a, as a rookie in the, in the NFL, with all of the pressure of being the first pick in the draft, and there are two offensive minds in that organization, Hugh Jackson, Todd Haley. Right. Now they're both gone. Right. You've got Greg Williams, who's the defensive coordinator. Has been and he's probably going to be there for probably the end of the season. And again, for people who don't know, Greg Williams was one of the key people in, in Bountygate back in, That's in right, the Saints. New Orleans, yeah. And he, he got suspended. Right. So I, I think right now Look, I think it's going to turn into yeah. an episode of, you know, Dog the bounty hunter for <laughs> for the rest of the sounds the like a cartoon I used to watch back in the day. But uh, the look, I think that there was a rift, right? Yeah. Obviously, and with that rift, the players would have gone to certain camps as well. So there right. would have been some going into Hugh Jackson, some going into uh, Todd Haley, and like I said, the Haslam wanted Hugh Jackson in there, and then probably made a deal. Listen, I'll get, I'll get rid of Hugh, and let's get rid of. Todd as well. Yeah. Let's just, just let's just do this. Both, it's like let's it's like do this. you know when your kids fight and you're like, all yeah. right, both, it doesn't Time matter out. who's right or wrong. Yeah. Both of you both are you're out. done. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation is shut down for the whole week. That's it. I don't care who did it. My issue though is, yeah. I don't know what expectation the ownership had from this team because the from from the outside looking in, and you know whenever we are at Wings and Rings and watching the the NFL games every week. We always have that's one. That's the first shout out. That's the first shout out for you guys. <laughs> that costs about a hundred. I'm just saying. <laughs> we always have one eye on that screen that's showing. Always the Browns. The Browns. Yeah, always, always the Browns. Browns. We always get excited and then they mess up right in the no, end. No, but to me, it looks number one. They had a very tough schedule. They're playing against very tough right. teams throughout Pittsburgh the whole. Pittsburgh to start with. They had Pittsburgh and it was a draw. Uh, yeah, it was a tie. Then they were at New Orleans, 21 to 18. Right. Then they were they beat the the Jets at home in week three. Then it was a very close game against Oakland at Oakland, 42-45. Right. That was like a shootout yeah. as well. Um, they beat Baltimore, which was a big win. They lost to the Chargers. And then, again, a loss by three points to Tampa Bay. And then Pittsburgh. Throughout the whole time, it looked like they were playing for the coach. It looked like they were almost starting to figure out how to win because this is a team that hasn't won in the last right. God and, knows how long, and they and they regressed over the over the last uh, couple of weeks, and that's probably because the rift got bigger between those two. I don't think they've regressed that much. Yeah, May, against have. Pittsburgh, they were they were in there until you know Pittsburgh pulled away, but before that, it was pretty close. Right, right. And one statistic that I found is that the Browns have been have have the best turnover differential in the whole league at plus eleven. So only winning two games, despite the turnover, right. maybe best is not the best. Uh, well, that's probably why they went into overtime. Uh, how many games? Four games? Five games? Four or five games. Yeah. And the kickers, had they had a better kicker, they would have won three, three games we, more we at least. We need to uh, dedicate a whole podcast on the kickers just for the, the season. Just, just the kickers, just right? Just the kickers. And, and speaking of which, Adam Vinatieri just became the number one point scorer in the NFL. In the NFL right now. Yeah. So... Dorsey has to take some of the blame for this because it's his job to find an adequate kicker for the team, True. and he hasn't. So, but uh, but uh, here's the thing: so Dorsey came in what in December or yeah, yeah. January? It's his first year. I don't it's say his he, first year, but yeah. he 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 ran into trouble straight away, right? With this riff, and Todd Todd came in in January, I he, guess, and he brought in Todd. He inherited yeah inherited the coaching staff in a in, bad in, system. Yeah, that's yeah. what he inherited: bad yeah. ownership, bad organization. Browns being the Browns, we keep saying this over and over again. Yeah. So he inherited that stuff, and he. Kind of, I think this is what they needed. Right. To, I I agree with firing the both of them. If if such a big rift yeah. did exist, they got to concentrate on developing the quarterback Baker yeah. Mayfield. He's good. Then they should have picked one or the other. I think they should have picked who who did Baker. Get along with better. Who yeah, did Baker believe well, in the most? Well, what about the side that's on Hugh Jackson's camp? You know how 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 they they gonna feel? So I think this was a compromise. Yeah. Between the owners and Dorsey and the players, and then let's concentrate. I mean, because whatever coach comes in right now, if Williams is in there, he's in there. But if whatever coach comes in now, right, he doesn't got to worry about Super Bowl. 
He hasn't got to worry about Nothing. playoffs. There's no expectation. All he's got to do is develop Baker Mayfield. And there's a lot to work with. And they've got a pretty okay offense yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not a bad offense. No, they yeah. have all the pieces. And that's, my, that's why I think the firing, despite the record, yes. Uh, I think for somebody said that Bill Belichick, for him to, to catch up to Hugh Jackson's record, he'd have to lose <laughs> 867 <laughs> games consecutively (laughs) bill could be around for that long you know what i mean no so i'm just saying despite all of that i think that this team didn't have a winning culture didn't know how to win they were getting blown out in every game let's not forget bill that's where bill was yeah back in the 90s and uh, could they be cursed you know, I don't believe this in whole curses. art model trying to move it to Baltimore or, uh, you know, back in 95, was it whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a black cat went under a ladder and I crashed into a mirror <laughs> or something, you like, know, that. something <laughs> like that. And it's been like, what, 20 years of bad luck. And that's what it's been. No, but so. we've seen other organizations that have had very long stints of, of, of doing bad. And then I mean, look in the NBA, look at the Golden State Warriors. You know, they, right. they went through a terrible, Tough terrible time. Yeah. time. I don't believe in curses. I think it's just about the culture, the culture of the team. I actually do it's believe in a bit of the curse. I mean, <sighs> I've followed baseball, you know, the Cubs, the Sox. You know, they've, oh, I, yeah. you got to yeah. believe a Maybe superstition, with the right? It's, Maybe with the Cubs. You know, it's like if you're watching a game, you know, back yeah. in the day when I used to watch with my dad, yeah. you know, he wouldn't, and he was a really, uh, he was into sports as much as I am, right. obviously. And he wouldn't let us move from a couch if we were watching a game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was that kind of thing. Oh, when you're watching a football yeah, game and, and football somebody game leaves and somebody scores whatever, a goal. Exactly. You don't, let you don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you got to go to the toilet, you hold it. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it was. So, you know. I don't know. I, I think that this team was starting to figure out how to win. They were playing a lot better than they did in previous well, years. Yeah. They had a lot more talent. Yeah. I think they should have, for the sake of Baker Mayfield... I'm okay with firing Hugh Jackson. I said that I would have had a problem with Hugh Jackson getting fired and Todd Haley getting it because mm. Todd Haley would have gotten all of the credit for what Hugh Jackson has done over the last couple of years in terms of getting the talent and training. All right. Now, <laughs> get there. Get there, Mohammed. I, 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 so I think, yeah, it's a tough argument to make. I know, I know. But I really feel that they were heading in a positive direction. They were losing close games. Yeah. It came to field yeah. goals. Right. And I know it's a business. So, so I'll just go back to what you said about five seconds ago. Yeah. Uh, the team was getting better, yeah. but they just need someone now to show them how to win. This is where they this is what's lacking. They were starting to figure out how to yeah. win. I say you stick it out till the end of the season and then fire him on Black Monday. The day the, season, the regular season is over, fire him, bring somebody in. I think it's better for Baker Mayfield, that stability for one year. You, I'm, I'm they could saying, ruin the rest of his career. I'm saying the structure, how it, how it looks like now. Yeah, you couldn't have ha- fired one without the other because right. Haslam with Hugh and Dorsey with uh, Todd Haley. Todd Haley, yeah. Right? You could not have done it, and that was a trade-off, I think, between those two. Say, listen, let's get rid of both of them and start fresh. Start afresh. Let's work on developing Baker Mayfield. The question now is who is that coach? And I, I know we saw uh, some crazy, a crazy list that said... Some Twitter account calls Odds Shark, where some yeah. people are a bit high or something, and they put the favorite, the odds favorite... Is it of, from Canada? That, I don't uh, know, yeah. but the odd, odds-on favorite to become the next head coach at the top of the list is Sean McVay. But he, here's the thing. The, the, yeah, yeah well, it does sound nonsense, but that is the kind of caliber co- head coach they need right now. Yeah. Young, aggressive, offensive-minded coach... That is the kind of guy they need. But it's not going to be Sean McQuay. We all know it's going to be yeah. Sean McQuay. Probably be Bill Belichick before it becomes Sean McQuay. Now, yeah. Because I think it's, 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 a, it's a good point, though, because what Sean McVay has done right now... It's amazing. ...is he's changed the perspective of coaching in the NFL. Right. Usually when you're looking for a coach, you're looking for an old guy with gray hair, with a lot of experience, old-fashioned, that comes in with like a military-style kind of attitude, you know? And gets your team to start winning. Sean McVay has achieved what I think people like Pete Carroll, people like um, Pittsburgh. Tomlin. Tomlin. Mike Tomlin um, have been trying to do by being, you know, a player's coach. You know, like the cool dude. But here we have Sean McVay, a guy that's actually young, 
sometimes as young as some of the players that are on and the team. And he can relate to the, he can relate to the players, and that's a big deal. Relate to them, yeah. and he's got a great football mind. So that's now right, I yeah. think the Browns would be looking for somebody young, somebody fresh, someone different to to to, to change things in in in, in, uh, in Cleveland. So, but I didn't tell you earlier that uh, if Green Bay doesn't make it. You know, what are the odds on Mike McCarthy going there? Wow. That, that, that would be... If they don't make it, you know? He's had, I, look, he's I, I don't, had his rifts yeah, with, with Aaron right. Rodgers Aaron over Rogers, the years. And, you know, you talked about earlier that you wanted to talk, talk about the Ty Montgomery Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, issue, yeah. Because, right? see, that's, that, that was a very, very yeah. telling kind of that, That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that looked like he broke protocol there, didn't go with the play... Uh, but then, when Mike McCarthy was, was at the press conference, when he was talking about it... But that's because Mike McCarthy is a good coach. He took the high road. He so there's the one of two possibilities there. No, there's yeah. one of two possibilities yeah. there. Either he didn't definitively tell Ty Montgomery, don't take it out of the end zone, put it in the hands of Aaron Rodgers. He said that was the game plan. That but he didn't say the game plan. You're he in he the didn't say that he gave the guy strict instructions. Maybe he told him make the best decision. I don't but know rather... how strict you can get on on the fourth quarter. Two minutes to go. You're playing the Rams. Yeah, you've got Aaron Rodgers. What was the score? Was like two down or something. Right. You know you got Aaron Rodgers on clutch. He can get down the field. All you need to do is go to field goal range. That's right. That's it. And I, th- I, know, I know Ty did uh, argue that he was on the half yard line or yeah. one yard and he yeah. wasn't if you look back at the play right. he was about half a yard behind behind the, the you know the uh, the goal line yeah no but see that's the thing so that's one possibility either that Mike McCarthy didn't actually give him strict instructions or Mike I can't Mc- imagine that or uh, he's trying to protect him and he just said that you know we had a play right. uh, like he, no, we're not talking he, about the Cleveland Browns here. he didn't throw him under the, the bus he didn't throw him under the he bus he won't do it because that's why he's the good coach and, yeah. and uh, he's been there for what uh, we looked at it 12 years is it yeah yeah but I, I mean, and, I and that's know. why you see that's why coaches last because yeah. you know you you don't throw anybody under the bus if you've got to take the responsibility you do it yeah yeah but someone can argue that this is actually yeah he's a good coach but this could be an example of bad coaching where you don't you're not looking at the small details in the game you know where you're just kind of drilling it in before the play pittsburgh i think had one incident as well where they got a safety and got a kick and they treated it like a punt where nobody touched it oh that's right and then the browns jumped on it and they could have scored the touchdown, touchdown but but they didn't know the rules either and Imagine Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Before the play, all the coaches will be screaming to the players. That's what what your job is, to tell the players what the rules are sometimes, especially in these kind of situations. Another possibility is that Ty Montgomery in this particular situation, let's think about this guy. He's going to be a free agent. No, he's actually looking for his contract. He's out of his rookie contract in 2019. So this is his money year. He came out of college as a wide receiver, switched to running back because of the injuries that the Green Bay Packers had. And maybe he just thought, hey, forget the and team. He, and I'm going to do me, and I'm just well, going to try and... Uh, <laughs> well, that's not going to help play, him in the know? long yeah. run, you know. And uh, he was taken out, I think, in the previous play, and some people, they well, he was... Angry you know, at the sidelines and all of that. Yeah. So, uh, well, it's not great on the character on him, you know. It's not, it's not good for... I, I, another yeah. example of, of Green Bay, they can't even rely on Aaron Rodgers to get them... <laughs> To the win, you know, like they've been relying on his talent. They haven't given him the pieces that he needs. We've talked about this podcast after podcast with the Khalil Mack thing. And now this as well, you know, either a player going rogue or coaches not getting it right. Something's wrong in Green Bay. So, yeah, maybe if they don't make it to the playoffs, which I predicted. Mike McCarthy to Cleveland, baby. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? That could be the start of an era. You never know. With Baker Mayfield. Huh? Yeah. Speaking of coaches, let's move over to uh, John Gruden. Ah, oh, God, I thought we I thought we covered pretty much everything we had to on Gruden last. Week. We cover Gruden, and then the minute we stop recording, Gruden goes around and does more things. <laughs> that <laughs> traded Amari Cooper, his number right. one wide receiver, right. Right. to and the got, Dallas Cowboys, and, and, and got another first round pick. Five first round, first picks, round picks for the so, next two years now. Right. So, I mean, th- that's his play, isn't it? I'm rebuilding, baby. I- I'm going to get rid of... 
Is he making a fool of out of all of us? Is he actually a genius he in never, disguise? I mean, you, you see, when Coach was here last week, last yeah. week, not last week, the last time. Yeah. And it's something he said. He said, uh, you know, McKenzie got all these young guys around Derek Carr. And Gruden's coming in and basically tossing the deck chair. Like, yeah. You know? And uh, this, I think he's going to keep doing this until he gets... But see, if he does this, he better get every single one of those draft picks. Well, we're going to see right. how good of a scout or a draft pick guy he is now. No, because right? I'm, the way things are going, these Oakland Raiders might as well be named the Oakland Possums. because <laughs> The Vegas Possums. Or the Vegas Possums. The Vegas Possum. Because yeah. they play dead at home and get killed on the road Will's every single be- time. Bet on the Possums. <laughs> but he better get every single one right. Because against the Colts, which is, again, one of those teams, just like the Green Bay Packers, where they have the best quarterback in the division. Right. But they're not top of their division. And... Andrew Luck looked really good. He's he's just flying he's under good. the radar right now. Exactly. And they destroyed... Uh, uh, just the, like the Matt radar. Ryan, you know? Falcons are nowhere, but Matt Ryan is having a, a fantastic season again. No, but Andrew Luck is second in the NFL in touchdown uh, passes. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Incredible to even think about that. So back to the Raiders. What do you think of that? Did, did Dallas pay too much for Amari Cooper? I think it was a good trade for both teams. You think yeah, so? I think, look, we, uh, we, we dissed uh, Gruden on the whole Khalil Mack thing. Yeah. But hey, guess what? Khalil Mack's not playing. He's injured moment. right now, yeah. <laughs> He's injured. And even before that, the Patriots game, we didn't hear his name much. Right. Miami shut him down. Yeah. You know, we didn't hear much of him in that game either. Uh, and mm. then those are two games the Bears are going to regret not having won. Yeah. Going, you know, going forward. So uh, did Gruden, Gruden have some kind of... I don't know. You know, because no, if you look at this trade, in, there? if you look at this this trade in, in in isolation, it looks like Dallas way overpaid for right. Amari Cooper, but that's not the full story. Your Philadelphia Eagles were after him. That's true. Your Washington Redskins were after him. Not my Washington Redskins. Oh, Somebody's uh, Washington Redskins. Oh yeah, well, Mike's Mike's uh, Washington Redskins. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Supporting two teams in the same division. That was, that was a brain fart. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but, but the Washington Redskins were after him, and you guys didn't want this guy going to. So your rivals, rivals, division yeah. rivals, yeah, absolutely. and you paid. And that's well, you know, it's not like Amari Cooper has done a great job this season. Uh, and I don't know how much of an impact he's going to have in the Dallas Cowboys at the moment. I you think know? he will. Yeah. Oh, See, I, I made a, a way out of my... Well, who does Dallas play next? Look, yeah. We got this nice play? chart over here. Uh, where are they at? Do Dallas. you remember your alphabets? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. We got Tennessee coming up, and then they go to Philly. And then to Philly, and, and then they to go Atlanta. To Philly, Atlanta, Washington, Washington, New Orleans, Philly again. So that's uh, yeah, a, a tough slightly schedule. tough schedule yeah, yeah, yeah. over there. And a couple of de- good defensive units as well. So, But see, every team that has been successful, especially those teams that have gotten what the, the tripod, quarterback and wide receiver and the running, running back. back. I think that well, Prescott. You think you think Amari Cooper um, yes. will, will finish that trifecta that's going oh, yes. to win Dallas. I think that will division. open up the running I game. I don't know if Amari Cooper is that guy. And then don't forget that Dallas still has issues on the O line. They still have they issues still on have the O line, but yeah. then one of these issues is because they're heavily relying on Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott yeah. And everybody knows they're going to run the ball yeah. because they've got nobody and out there. And they figured out how to stop him there. They don't have a number one wide receiver. Right. So there's nothing to open up the run game because there's no passing game whatsoever. I think this will start something. And Dak Prescott, I'm sticking with him. People bailed out on Deshaun Watson at the beginning no, of no, the season. I'm, I'm, and I'm, look I'm, at him I'm okay now. with Dak Prescott. Yeah, I think he is that guy. He is better than well Dallas got a trust in him right now I yeah. mean they, they've got a good pick in him they've, they've got to trust him but they've just got to build the threats around him right you know give him the weapons Mari Cooper maybe I really don't know honestly you know let's see what happens let's see what happens let's see what happens yeah I'm, I think it was a it was a great great trade because if you look at also the, I'm saying it was a great trade for both if at the draft class this year yeah. does not have a lot of great wide receivers right. uh, in it doesn't even have a lot of quarter, well, quarterbacks in it, but 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 what is what is Gruden trying to build? Where is his rebuilding going to start? Is it on defense? Is it 
going to be building, you know, up around Derek Carr? Right now, it looks like... Is he, he going to keep Derek Carr? Well, he said he's not trading Derek Carr. It's not the same as I'm going to keep him forever. I know. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay, you well, never the know. thing is, you don't know with Gruden. Yeah. You know? you, uh, well, I think he's at that point where if you offer me something pretty good, yeah. I might be willing to trade anybody on this team. But this is my problem with, with this whole with this whole Gruden thing. We've never seen a team bring in a coach and pay them $10 million a year for a rebuild. When you pay that much for a coach, it's usually for immediate winning. You don't pay... So you could get a coach for three, four, five million for a rebuild, fire them, and then get your, right. your, your go-to guy. This is a 10-year... Right. I mean, we've gone over this over I and know, over I again. But, but, it's, it's but do you think also Davis is thinking along the lines of, we may not have a, a really good team, but let's do showtime. And we're going to move to Vegas. We're going to maybe rename them. Uh, and who's the best showtime coach we can get right now? No, but they, they did have a good team. And the first, sure. the first time the Oakland Raiders had the same coach in back-to-back years, which is um, Del Rio. Del Rio, Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio. They went 2-4 yeah. that year. And they yeah. looked really they good. They looked dangerous yeah, Derek, when Derek Carr first came on. They look, they look. Because they had continuity. But yeah. then again, it's, yeah. it's impatience. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, you look, th- this separates the Patriots with the Cleveland Browns. Right. The Packers with the Raiders, yeah, things like this, yeah. And look, there's there's obviously this obvious correlation between the what relationship the yeah. head coach has with the quarterback. Yeah, I mean it's an obvious thing, but let's look at it really, right? And let's leave the obvious example aside. Right, Tom Brady and uh, Bill Belichick, Pat Schumer. Yeah, all right, he's the guy who gave us the man that Case Keenum is now. Right. But where is he right now? He's at the Giants where nothing's happening. Nothing. Nothing's happening. It's a sinking ship over there. Exactly. Yeah. And then the other guy, Jeff Fisher. How many years did we talk about when is Jeff Fisher going to get fired? Oh, man. Right? And, and now we have the Jack- guy in Cincinnati. Same right. thing as well, right? You know? <laughs> right, no, my point was that you had Jared Goff. And yeah. under Fisher, Jared Goff was, you know. Terrible. Unheard, terrible. Terrible. And now he's at an MVP level. Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes and Reed. First year, thing. what are they doing? They're going crazy out there right, in Kansas. Right, right, right. Right. So this, I think this rapport, it, it makes a very big deal. Well, Raiders... And it's an obvious thing, obviously, but... Yeah, but... Obviously, an obvious yeah. thing. <laughs> but it's the, getting obvious here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, the, the Raiders can't can't do anything about this. They have to keep him. We have to see how it goes but I think for we, at least five years. Like we, right? yeah, we said, yeah, five years. Five years. And... Uh, if it, if if it is that bad after yeah. in the fifth year, I think the Raider Nation is going to call for him to quit. Right, right, and and will, it will cost the ownership maybe right. you know whatever it's going to cost fifty them million and then, or whatever. Yeah, and and Gruden's not he's not going to lose out. All right, he'll no. say, listen, I tried, I tried. Yeah, did I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah, I did get first uh, five first round picks in my first year. Yeah, that was a big deal. It goes in my resume, and he's good on the mic. Like he's good with these self-deprecating jokes all the time. So you're like mad at him, like as a, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, laugh sure, at him? yeah, and you want to laugh yeah, at him. And yeah, and this guy's cool. He's fun. Yeah. But this is where, if I was in John Gruden's team right now and I was a veteran player, that's where I would have a problem because veterans don't have a lot of time left no. to win a Super. Bowl. No veteran wants to be in a in a rebuild team. They right. want to be in a you know, veterans go to Patriots. Yeah, that's the kind of place to win, yeah. right? Well, yeah. other than that, look, how long has Belichick and Brady got left together? Not long. Not long. Yeah. Do they care about draft picks? They don't. They don't. They just want to get as many titles as possible. Right now, so that's I, the place I want, to be. Yeah. So that's why I'm looking at Demarius Thomas. Yeah. Things like that, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's we what went they to the get. Texans now. We went to the that's, Texans that's for be. Will Fuller's uh, injury. Injury. Right? Look, I mean, that means the Texans are all out. This season, they're yeah. they're they're yeah. going all guns blazing to get this season. They had a bad start. Oh, and they three. figured figured oh, things three. out, and I just like saying like people. Yeah, bring it f- on about the Deshaun. Ja- <sighs> bring it on, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Jackson was uh, was a trade uh, possibility at the Eagles. He he was asking to yeah. to leave. But here's the thing: he asked to leave because he didn't think Winston was giving him yeah. uh, enough of the ball. Shall we get into that now? Let's do it. <laughs> 
Let's, let's I, I think we just jumped over a lot yeah, yeah, we of things right lot. now. Yeah. Let's talk about Fitzmagic going back. So right Fitz now, Magic. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you go back to our first podcast with, yeah. uh, with Mark uh, over here, and uh, that was a ridiculous thing. Like, why would you think of bringing Winston? Obviously, because you paid him a lot. You picked up his option for $21 million. But Fine. The thing is now with Winston, now that he's been benched, I don't think, I think we've just seen the last game of Winston. Winston as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Because if they bring him back and play him at any point during the season, it will be the stupidest mistake. The 21 million option, fifth year option for Jameis Winston is only guaranteed against injury. Right. So right now, worst case scenario, let him go. end of the year, you let him go, you don't owe him nothing. nothing yeah. Best case scenario, you actually get some value for, for him right. and you trade him. Yeah, you get you might get a second round pick. I don't think round. he's worth a first round at the moment. I would say a third or yeah. a fourth even. Right. Yes, it's tough for an organization to admit that their number one pick of the draft has failed. And I think that's the reason why they tried but, to... But it was crazy because Fitzpatrick was going over 400 yards for the yeah. first three games. And, and look, at he beat the, the Eagles. Right. Right? And did they win against the Saints? Yeah, they, they won against the Saints. Yeah. These are not like small teams. He beat big teams, and then <clears throat> he almost came back to beat the Steelers. He almost came, almost came back to beat the Steelers. Yeah. He had that one bad game against the Bears. And now against against Tampa, he almost... He brought almost, them back. Yeah, yeah. Tampa against... Um, who was it? The Bengals. The Bengals. Cincinnati right. Bengals. Right. It was a big lead, and the minute he came on... Right. And you notice not even an improvement in the, in the offensive side yeah, of the game. Yeah, everybody was even just... Even the defensive, yeah, they were playing the hard. Level up. There's some yeah, leadership right. there. Winston, on the other hand... When he came on, he completed 18 out of 35 passes. He threw one touchdown, four picks. He is tied second for the most giveaways in the NFL. And he missed the first three games. Santa Claus, maybe. This is just terrible, terrible play. But here's the thing, right? Because if you you watch the game, and he he wasn't bad. Winston wasn't bad. But all those interceptions he threw because he was getting cocky. He's, He's he, he wants to be play. a gunslinger, yeah. right? He makes some good passes, but then he also sees, okay, he sees a guy in tight coverage, and he's, all right, I'll go for him, and he he gets the interception. There was a couple of interceptions against that Cincinnati was, where it, was, it made it was no ridiculous. sense. Where, it was just know, ridiculous. You're just asking, who are yeah. you throwing to? Yeah. I mean, it's... it's uh, No one. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is... I mean, if you saw Fitzpatrick when he made that two-point conversion, that was just a laser throw into the, yeah. uh, the end zone. And immediate then, impact. Right, immediate, and apart from that... He was just—he was just so happy about it. Yeah. Everybody came and hugged him, and so you know th- there is some support for him. And I think people, are, the Tampa Bay offense, will like playing under Fitzmagic. End of the year, do they get rid of Dirk Cutter? If he brings back Winston, yes. If, no, if he brings back Winston, <laughs> then he deserves to get fired that week, <laughs> that day, <laughs> that day. <laughs> At the half, it's gonna be like uh, the, who went off in Devonte the, Davis. Devonte <laughs> is gonna be the the coach of Devonte Davis. Devonte, what? <laughs> Halftime, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done with this. It's, I'm done. But so I yeah, think, yeah, but I think that the Winston experiment is over. Where yeah. does he go next? If you're Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Well, I was thinking Tyrod for Jacksonville. But I don't know how that'll work out. But Tyrod to Jacksonville would be a big improvement over Blake Bortles. Oh, absolutely. Although he didn't play so badly against Philly uh, on Sunday. He wasn't that bad. And I think I told you yeah. mid-game that yeah. it looks like the Bortles of the playoffs last season, which he had a couple of games, I know. But yeah. uh, but he looked he That's looked all right in those that couple of games. That won't catch on anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Bortles of the playoffs. The playoff <laughs> Bortles. Remember that. You heard it here first. <laughs> but yeah, what makes more sense, Tyrod? Or Winston? I would take Tyrod. Tyrod is a two-time pro bowler. I would take Tyrod. Yeah. Winston, he seems like a liability out there, you know? Some people are saying that he could still be a starter in the NFL. I think at best he's a backup. I think he's one of those failed experiments. He went number one. People liked his charisma. People liked his leadership. But from the minute he ate that W, <laughs> you oh, know, that little weird thing that he did. Finger licking W, that if, did it. If, if, you're, did. if you're in that huddle right. and, and you're I, mean, I remember your last year you were going on about how Cam was also, you know, doing also stuff, being a bit cocky. Let's admit it. But, but okay. Cam can, can, can back it up. He's got, actually, he, he's got the physical ability. He can run with the ball. Yeah. He, my problem with Cam is that he's never been, you know, a great passer. His accuracy... Right. This year, he's having a career best. He's 66% completion 
so far. And he, he's having more rushing yards uh, than McGaffrey in the than last McCaffrey. game. <laughs> the last game, he started 8 out of 10. He was throwing for 80%. It was, I mean, something. He's been kind of floating under but the it, radar. It, it, and You know, for teams, that this is a double threat. Yeah. Having him and McCaffrey, he's basically a running back at sometimes. You know, he does the dime. And he's the best guy to run a quarterback sneak yeah, exactly. in the NFL yeah. right now. Yeah. So, you know, you, you plan for McCaffrey on yeah. the run. And you got to watch the other side as well because Cam's coming from the other side. And we made the Ravens look average. You at know, best. before the game, I told you, man, there is no. I mean, not before the game, during yeah. the games, I cannot believe the Ravens let 33 in. The Ravens, number yeah. one defense in the NFL. Right. And they just blew them wide open. Even Vegas, everybody had the odds on, 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 on the Ravens. People don't realize Carolina at home. Can be yeah. really, really yeah. good. You know, it's a, it's a different. Pounded, is yeah. it? Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Right. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right. So let's talk about some more trade possibilities. Nothing has come from Ian Rappaport. Nothing yet. No, oh, I, yeah, he's slacking. Yeah, they're he's waiting slacking. for us to stop yeah. recording, and then they'll they'll, <laughs> they'll come rushing in and make our episode outdated. Well, well, well. Uh, the thing is, this episode will become obsolete by the time it comes out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> all. It's, it's fine. <laughs> We're we thought obsolete. we'll do some kind of live <laughs> yeah. trade deadline stuff. It's not working you out, You can guys. act like it's live, you know? <laughs> um, um, let's talk about Patrick Peterson. Obviously, the Arizona Cardinals are becoming a... They're in complete rebuild mode, I think, yeah. right now. And where do you think he goes He goes. First next? of all, I mean, that is a trade that the Eagles could have done because we need some serious help in the cornerback Panthers, area. Panthers need someone nah, in the secondary I, as well. Man, I would argue Philly needs... Cornerback help right, you have much, but, but <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, but for the Cardinals, yeah. the fact that he stayed because I mean there was things he, he said he wanted to get traded. Then right, but did he, he really? Did he really say it publicly? I, I don't know. How, how did it happen? Because I, I just saw no the, the, the headline. Some people were saying his cousin or somebody leaked it. Or I don't know. Somebody, <laughs> somebody he, in the locker room. Him, or and, or his, I don't know. him and his cousin lying down on a couch <laughs> watching some movie. And he's like, hey, bro. Dude, uh, bro, I think I need out of Arizona. <laughs> Are you serious, man? And, you know, he gets up. Like, no, come on. That did not happen. So, Because I, I didn't see any public comment from yeah. him saying that I, I want to leave the I saw the, Arizona. the public statement saying that he... Wants to stay in Arizona for as long as right. they'll have him. Right. And that's... And it, what makes it uh, good for Cardinal fans is that he said, look, I had a discussion with the owners. Yeah. And they assured me certain things. I don't know what they assured him. Yeah. Uh, and then I stayed. So as a fan, I'm thinking, oh, okay, there is something cooking. Maybe it's not the greatest season this yeah. season, but there are some plans afoot. And if Patrick Peterson wants to keep staying at Cardinals, even though it's a losing season... Right. Maybe there is some there is some hope for Arizona. But then just look at this. Look at what it would cost to get Peterson. It would cost six point five million against the cap for the rest right. of this season. Right. It would cost eleven point eight million 2019. in twenty nineteen. Thirteen point one million in twenty twenty. Right. So for a player of his caliber, that's a that's, that's not, a steal. Not a big deal. And, and Philly would have gone for it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Javi had made Javi Rosman has made enough adjustment that you know we. But when the start of the season, we were desperate as, as far as cap space was concerned. You know, right now we're at average at the yeah. moment. You know, yeah. that's because he's he's worked around, he's adjusted, he adjusted the Fletcher Cox um, uh, contract. Contract, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, and and how he's really good at this, you know, yeah. trading season. Yeah. This is about the time we got Jaya Jaya from, right. uh, from the Dolphins. It's this you time know? of the year, this yeah, and it was a year. shock kind yeah, of. It was kind uh, of yeah, shock, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, then look at what happened the rest of the season. Even without Carson Wentz, right, made it to the Super Bowl. So, but now you guys on the I mean, op- remember we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to keep mentioning just, that. Just, God, just in case you forget. God, just want to just uh, a reminder. You've got Golden uh, Tate now on the offensive side, uh, which is a, which is a this huge is a, deal. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah, and so so now what you have is Alshon Jeffrey, who's getting targeted a lot and by he, Carson Wentz. Yeah. You've got Ertz on the short passes. Whoa. You know, in the third down situations, got, you go to Ertz. Ertz, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. And, and the thing is, Carson Wentz is looking really good. Yeah. He's looking really good. Even, what, do you, what do you do with Nick Foles in this situation right now? Do you think about getting some value for him and trading him before the deadline? Or you, well, do, you, do you keep him? There is pros and cons, right? Yeah. yeah. If you do get rid of him, that's about a four or 11 million 
dollar uh, saving on the, on the, on cap, the cap space, yeah, yeah. right? But we've got Nate Sudfeld, mm. right, as, as QB3. He's not the guy who's going to take you into the playoffs. Right. Right. And then before the season even started, Nick Foles was given all this compensatory stuff. I mean, it's a whole list of things. Yeah. I couldn't even go over what it is. Right. Uh, and he's happy with that deal. And he's never said anything while he's he been... He likes the, being a backup. He likes being, he's being the backup quarterback because there is value to him. I mean, yeah. what would you... If you were to trade, what would you give up? I wouldn't trade, trade him because Carson Wentz, like I said in the last episode, he's... And we, we saw this in the last game as well. He always has to extend the play a little bit more. Right. He's always in the fire. And he's increased his mobility, by the way. He could get hurt anytime. Yeah. He's making some of these dangerous right. runs, you know, where he's But what to... isn't it for false to keep staying at the Eagles? I mean, well, is he going to stick around to say, you know, when Wentz gets hurt, I'm there? No, it depends on what you see yourself as. If you right. see yourself as a starting quarterback... He's the best second quarterback in the league. Best backup, yeah. He's the back, best backup quarterback in the league. But if he sees himself better in that backup role and he's happy with the money that he's getting, he's if his ego can take it, then uh, why Apparently not? it can, because now you're getting into November. Yeah. Right? And we haven't half heard the, the season, blip from him. Half the season done, yeah. And it's then neither, neither has the Eagles or Pedersen or Harvey Rosman ever said, look, we try, we'll hear some calls for, uh, for falls. And I think yeah. he stays. He stays. He stays. Yeah. Staying in your what? division. Right. New York Giants. At, uh, are we done with the uh, trades? What, what are the other trades we're looking at? Uh, we've got Patrick Peterson. I'm well, just trying to look I, here. I think, I think that's that. not going to happen. But one of the other ones that the Eagles were looking at was HaHa Clinton Dix. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't Why know. wouldn't you not want to have a guy called HaHa ha in your locker room? I don't know. Were, were his parents <laughs> mad at him when he was born? <laughs> was his, wa- his mother in labor where, for too long? Depends <laughs> where he was born and whether marijuana was legal at the time. <laughs> How much did his dad have? <laughs> Best name in the NFL, Hans. Honey, honey down, name, huh? your, name the child, honey. HaHa. Uh, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and Janoris Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, he's that's been, a, that's he's another cornerback that we could be looking at. Uh, well, the Le'Veon Bell. Sorry, Le'Veon Bell, where does he go? Yeah, I think it's unlikely that in the next what hour and a half that we hear anything uh, about Le'Veon Bell. This is the NFL. Because no, for that for that deal to happen, Le'Veon Bell will have to come back, yeah, come, sign, sign the franchise t- tag, tender, or, yeah, tender, the tender, yeah, yeah. and then he would have to to sign with a new team or get traded, and that paperwork has to get through before the deadline as well. We would have heard something by now. You think so? Are you still uh, on... Uh, has Schefter come n- through? Nothing. Rappaport, Schefter. Oh, hold on. Two, on two, two, two from Schefter. Oh, there you go. There you go. We've got something from coming from Bleacher as well. Let's see. What do we got? Hold on, folks. <laughs> Another more minor wide receiver move for the Lions. Detroit restructured the contract of wide receiver Marvin Jones, wow. saving $2.2 million nice. against the salary cap. So they're working out something there. And then there's another one. The Broncos are looking forward to recognizing Demarius at Sunday's game against the Texans. Nice. With a thank you banner. There you go. I like Denver. Denver fans are nice. He doesn't have to leave Denver. (laughs) Sleep in his own bed for the game. Sleep in his own bed. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Another one that looks... uh, And I'm I'm just looking at what the the Eagles could be looking for. Jerry Hughes, if he's available. Right. A defensive end from the Bills. From the Bills, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's this a sinking is, yeah, ship as well. You can get a good player there. Yeah, because we lost Derek Barnett right. in that position, and then this could be full. The, the problem the Eagles are having is on the offensive line, and they've had to shift players around now. Right. Jason Peters isn't moving as he used to. Yeah. Lane Johnson's out. He got carted off uh, on Sunday, a couple of weeks gone there. Right. So I think you'll see, first of all, a lot of more movement from Carson Wentz. And, you know, this is where maybe another yeah. wide receiver coming in. He has an option. Get the ball out fast because he's got Jeffrey on one side. Absolutely. He's got Tate on the other. We'll see what happens. We'll see what uh, happens. We're on a bye week coming up, I yeah. think. So we're at the 45-minute mark now. So I just want to quickly talk about the, um, the Giants because they've traded away the wrong Eli. <laughs> they traded away Eli <laughs> Apple <laughs> to the Saints. Clerical <laughs> And they traded away one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL in uh, Damon yeah. Snacks Harrison. Snacks. Snacks Harrison, best right. nickname in the league as I well. Um, is this a sign that a complete 
rebuild is around the corner for for the Giants. Yeah, but then what are you are you going to rebuild around Eli? No, no, I, there I, has to be Eli has to be yeah, gone by the end of the year. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So, so it's got to be okay. Does he know about it? Because I, I think yeah. he has a no trade clause on his contract, so no one's going to trade yeah. him. Anyways, it's a different story. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, but you don't want to get rid of people like snacks, obviously. But uh, Eli, I mean, I don't know what the Saints were thinking though. Is he the right fit at corner over there? I don't know. You got you know Marshawn Latimer there and. And their defense is is doing pretty good. You know, when you get Eli Apple, you don't just get him. You get him and his mom, who's very <laughs> loud and very involved in everything, right? So <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, listen, you know what? Keeping up with the stage, just, just to give you a, a, um, an indication on what's happening with their defense. Mm. Um, the, who did they get in the pick uh, last season? Um, what was his name? And he, he came up big on Sunday. I forgot what his name was. I think it's somewhere here. But anyway, there yeah. was the, the Viking game. The Viking right. game. Um, anyway, I think it was 329 yards and two touchdowns. And the other guy had 125 yards and one touchdown. Let me Who's behind door number one? Who's behind door number two? Well, Saints. Saints and Vikings games. Yeah. Three ta- 329 yards and two touchdowns. 125 yards, one touchdown. Who did what? Which quarterback did what? You would assume Drew, Drew Brees, right? Drew did Brees the, did the, what? The 329? No, Drew Brees did the 125. Oh, no way. Because that's scary wow. for the NFC because now you're wow. telling me that Drew Brees and his quarterback rating was 47. Wow. And with that kind of figures, you still win a game by 10 points scoring 30. So that's that's how scary it is for the NFC because now your defense has stepped up. The defenses are actually doing something right yeah, now. Yeah, doing something right now. Yeah, and we don't need Drew Brees to be throwing but three see, to 400 I, yards. I think for the NFC um, South in general, it's going to come down to... The Panthers and the Saints. Panthers and the Saints. Yeah. And they play each other twice <laughs> to close the season. Week yeah. 15, week 17. One week difference, yeah. One week difference in yeah. between. I think that's where it's going to decide who wins the division, who goes maybe in a wild card, actually. It could be a wild card. Well, I mean, um, I don't know. I guess the South's pretty much like the East. South's a bit better, obviously, but the the messy situation on who wins the division is pretty much the same. Only only the one winning the the East division goes through, I think. I don't think you're going to get two... From the east, from the east, that, that's very unlikely. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, which I mean, going back to to preseason predictions, I thought the Eagles won't win their division and will yeah. get a wild card, but it doesn't look likely now with the way that division is going. Yeah. One team that you should look out for is the Seattle Seahawks because they're above five hundred for the right, first they're time. They're slowly coming up behind the radar. They're underneath the, the radar. They're fourth in the NFL in defensive efficiency, right. and they're just kind of like kind of just. Gliding on and just they're getting just getting there, there quietly. Yeah, um, but they got the Rams. Andrew Luck has not been sacked in 15 straight quarters. Right, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So the Colts yeah. is another team on the other side yeah. where they're, they're yeah they're three and five right now, but they're very much playing for the for the for the AFC South. So yeah, we a lot of interesting things yeah, are. That's happening, what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean. It, right now, it's about the AFC East and the AFC West is pretty much yeah. a surety. Patriots going to get... Yeah, Patriots. Uh, Pittsburgh are hitting their stride right now as well, Pitch, uh, I feel. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know. They might uh, They might make the playoffs. I'll give you that. They will probably Pittsburgh, make the playoffs. They Pittsburgh. might? Come on. We'll see what happens. They still got eight weeks to go. But yeah. I don't think they do a lot in the playoffs. But look at the division. I mean, Baltimore are Ravens, up and down. I mean, we, we, Cincinnati. We had are, a lot of hope on the Ravens, and uh, they gave it up in the, in the Panthers game. Cleveland is well. We spoke <laughs> about them for like <laughs> half of the podcast. Let's talk about uh, Cleveland in twenty twenty. That's that. Well, not even twenty 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 five. Maybe. <laughs> well, it depends on what kind of coach they get yeah. uh, get up there. Kansas is definitely winning there. Kansas. Um, I mean, listen. I'll tell you, Kansas. And this play of theirs on Sunday kind of optimizes the season and what they're like. And I think you, yeah, you'd go to the, you'd go into the boys' room. 
yeah. during this play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? I missed it. And I then missed you, it. you missed it. And I you came, came back, back and, and, saw the replay. And, and you saw the replay. Yeah. And, you know, it was, uh, I think they were fourth and one. Yeah. Right? And it was the third quarter, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and that's Kareem Hunt. And I, imagine what would have happened in that huddle, right? Right. The Mahomes was saying, uh, you know, hey, Kareem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Holmes. I'm going to, hey, 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 yes, Holmes. <laughs> Kareem, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fake option to the right. I'm going to shovel pass it to you. Just and I want you to run all the way now, to the now, now, just, just, just give me that one yard. You know, <laughs> get then, in the red zone. I'll work the rest. And then Kareem's not like, hey, boy, just give me the ball. I'm going like all <laughs> yeah, the way. Breaks through the line, hurdles over the safety, and he's in the touchdown. Wow. But but this is this yeah. is KC this season. I'm you telling know? you, the 26 touchdowns that Patrick Mahomes has thrown in right. his first eight games are as many as his predecessor Alex Smith threw right. the whole of last season. It's it's, it's incredible. It's Something right? special is happening there. That's right. It is. Right? Yeah, and he's going for what 350 yards per game, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. In 26, uh, what is uh, Peyton Manning's 55 uh, touchdowns? Oh, that's going to get smashed. Uh, but uh, like we talked about it last time, the rules have a lot to do with yeah, that as well. I they think. do have a game against the Rams, which uh, which is going to be an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure which. Uh, think in, in a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. yeah. That'll be the interesting game. That would be the game yeah. to watch. Because yeah. does Casey have enough on defense to take care of Todd Gurley and Jared Goff? Yeah. Right? And all the other pieces. Listen, the Packers there. did a great job the other weekend. They should have won that game. I mean, they this is this is. Game. They only needed Aaron Rodgers to get them to field right. goal range. No, but apart from that, they kind of stifled uh, Todd Gurley at the start. They moved around yeah. some pieces. They moved around their linebackers and stuff. They did some. Uh, they didn't show who was coming, coming on to the. No, uh, I think, in, in my opinion, the the Green Bay Packers just gave the rest of the NFL the blueprint. To beat the Rams, they did the way that they played. They did, yeah, and they just couldn't close the deal. But the way that the this they and schemed I, there, was that that is why Aaron Rodgers was even more pissed off. Yeah, about the Ty Montgomery yeah. uh, incident because you had that game, you had that game, and those are the kind of games they right. need to win. They don't need to. And be you can rely on him to to go down the field, even uh, if it's easy. a minute and a fifty. Easy. I mean, you easy. Know. easy. Anyways, all right, let, we're getting up to the 50-minute mark. Let me just do a quick double-check on Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter. They gave us nothing. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll wrap fired. it up. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and Facebook page and also listen to us on the podcast app, iTunes, and Stitcher. So, thanks, so, so when this goes on air, Tom Brady is traded for fourth-round picks, is it? Yeah, let's see. We, we haven't even spoken about what... Bill Belichick might do in, in the next hour or so for his team. He He's going to go for linebackers. He loves going for linebackers. Yeah, yeah let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Anyways, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks, guys. And, All right. Uh, we'll see Thanks you next a lot, week. man. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. Good stuff.